0: Hello there, everyone. I'm James. I am the pastor of the Freedom Moravian Church, and this is The Essentials. It's a little podcast I put together to explore our faith, to share stories, and to celebrate places of good news and hope that we experience in our lives. I apologize for the delay in getting this episode up this week. It has been Busy with the holiday weekend, I hope you are all doing well as the fall season is in full gear, but I have for you our lesson from Sunday, September 3rd. Our passage was from Exodus, chapter 3, and it was verses 1 through 15. Moses was taking care of the flock for his father-in-law Jethro, Midian's priest. He led his flock out to the edge of the desert. And he came to God's mountain called Horeb. The Lord's messenger appeared to him in a flame of fire in the middle of a bush. Moses saw that the bush was in flames, but it didn't burn up. Then Moses said to himself, let me check out this amazing sight and find out why the bush isn't burning up. When the Lord saw Moses coming to look, God called to him out of the bush, Moses, Moses. Moses said, I'm here. Then the Lord said, don't come any closer. Take off your sandals because you are standing on holy ground. He continued, I am the God of your father, Abraham's God, Isaac's God, and Jacob's God. Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. Then the Lord said, I have clearly seen my people oppressed in Egypt. I have heard their cry of injustice. Because of their slave masters, I know about their pain. I've come down to rescue them from the Egyptians in order to take them out of that land and bring them to a good and broad land, a land that's full of milk and honey, a place where the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jezebites all live. Now the Israelites' cries of injustice have reached me, I've seen just how much the Egyptians have oppressed them. So get going. I'm sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I to go to Pharaoh and to bring the Israelites out of Egypt? God said, I'll be with you. And this will show you that I'm the one who sent you. After you bring the people out of Egypt... You will come back here and worship God on this mountain. But Moses said to God, Now if I come to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your ancestors has sent me to you, they're going to ask me, What's this God's name? What am I supposed to say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. So say to the Israelites, I am sent me to you. God continued, God continued, Say to the Israelites, the Lord, the God of your ancestors, Abraham's God, Isaac's God, and Jacob's God, has sent me to you. This is my name forever. This is how all generations will remember me. Here ends the reading of the word. So if you are on Facebook, every now and then, they will send you a notification with a memory. It's a link to a photo that you were tagged in or something that you posted on this day so many years ago. And for me, the memories I usually get are old posts where I quoted song lyrics that I thought were super deep and meaningful when I was in high school or college but are kind of silly to look back at now. Or I was... Offering a recap of whatever race I had just finished. Every now and then, I get teleported back to a specific place and time with a picture that was taken. And this week, I got a memory that was a picture of me leaving the Dairy Queen for the last time as an employee. It was exactly 10 years ago this week. The picture is from behind me. As I'm walking out the back door with my hands raised to the sky, like I was a Hall of Fame quarterback riding off into the sunset, hanging up my blue visor and my ice cream stained shirt for the last time. It's pretty clearly an emotional day as I left at the end of summer to go to my senior year of college. It's interesting, though, to think of where those 10 years have taken me. I would have never thought, when I flipped my last blizzard upside down, that I'd be a pastor. There's a brief time, that final year of college, when I contemplated returning to Door County to take over the Dairy Queen for my dad, but I figured being surrounded by chili cheese dogs for 40 to 50 hours a week probably wasn't great for my overall health. I thought about becoming a teacher like my brother and like my mom. I wandered into the business world, and eventually I found my way to seminary. I didn't get a burning bush moment like Moses. There wasn't this heaven-sent epiphany that made all things clear. It was just subtle, gentle nudges over the course of several years that helped me find my way. And while a burning bush moment didn't get me to become a pastor, I think you could say that type of experience actually got my family into the Dairy Queen to begin with. As we read about Moses' call, we can think of people who are inspired to follow their calling to be preachers and priests, but the truth is that God has placed a call in all of our lives. And they're calls that allow us to do very different things. I think it was a calling for my dad to run the DQ for so many years after he spent some time working and searching for the right fit. Because he actually worked at the local Dairy Queen in Ocanto when he was a kid. He would work after school. He'd even work during the middle of the school day to help with the lunch rush. And my dad got along well with his boss, Mr. Parch, and just kind of jokingly one day said, hey, if you're ever looking to sell this place, I'd be interested. And keep in mind that my dad was probably 16 years old at the time. But then you fast forward 20 years. My family's living in Green Bay, my dad has worked in an auto parts store, he's Currently working for Schneider International. My mom has been teaching for several years. Life is stable. Life is good. Out of the blue, the phone rings. And the person on the other end of the line is asking for Steve Hero. And when when my dad gets the phone, it's Mr. Parch saying hello. Turns out that he owns the Dairy Queen in Sturgeon Bay now and he's looking to retire. He remembered how my dad's teenage self wanted to buy the store, so he asks, Hey, Steve, are you still interested? So my dad hears this offer, not totally remembering saying such a thing when he was a kid. But my mom's parents live in Sturgeon Bay, and she's always wanted to be closer to them. My dad liked his current job, but He's intrigued at the thought of owning his own business. He's curious. But it would be such a massive change. It's one that we've never talked about or planned for. It would mean kind of leaving this life behind and totally starting over. But really, all Mr. Parch needed to hear was that my dad was curious. He said, come to town. Let's have dinner so we can talk some more. The rest is history. The trajectory of our lives was forever changed, I'd say for the better. All because my dad was curious about that call. As you think about Moses hearing his call from the burning bush, it can be tough to say something interesting or new about the story, because it's one that we know very well. It is one of the stories of the Old Testament. Moses is a pillar of our faith as he leads the Israelites out of Egypt, and this burning bush moment is when things truly get started. And off the top of our head, we know that Moses has his hesitations, he doesn't think he's the right man for the job. Who am I to get this done? Who am I to go and say these things to Pharaoh? And we also know that God promises to be with Moses. God is who God is. I am who I am. That's who's sending you out on this calling. And for Moses' willingness to listen to this call, from his ability to embrace the changes and the chaos that's going to come with it, this is the beginning of the Israelites being delivered from slavery. It starts their journey to the promised land. What stood out to me as I read the story this time around was the approach Moses took to the bush in the first place. He sees the bush is on fire, but it's not burning up from the flames. So he notices something is unique here. This is not normal. He's curious. And when he starts curious from a distance, he walks closer. Let me check out this amazing sight. Let me see what's going on. Let me find out more. He walks closer and he hears the voice from the bush call him by name. He doesn't run away terrified, but he stands and says, I'm here. He listens with an open mind. He's determined to learn more. Of course, he has his hesitations and his objections. This experience itself is hard to comprehend. It's asking him to do incredible things, but he remains open to doing something new. This curiosity that brought him closer is allowing him to face the wonder that lies ahead of him. And he finds the courage to accept what God has in store for him. And as we think about the path that God has prepared for each of us, I think one of the best things we can be is curious, to have an open mind. Because God is calling us to new things that might frighten us. It might throw our lives for a loop. But it's where we need to be. It's what we need to do. Even if we try to resist it like Moses did, there are new ways that God is calling us to serve. There are new people that God is calling us to stand beside. New problems that need God's voice of endless love. God's not asking us to see this world through our own lens but with that constant curiosity that asks, where is God sending us today? Those voices that God hears who are crying for help. Do we have open ears and the open mind to hear them too? I think now more than ever, the Christian church needs to be asking questions to explore things further. Just imagine the doors that we might open if our approach was a curious one, rather than one where we bring our own assumptions and our own conclusions before giving someone or something a chance. The church doesn't have a great reputation for being open-minded, and for seeing things for the newness that they bring. But wouldn't people love to hear that our Moravian church has an open mind? That we seek something new, that we want to learn more, that we spend this life longing for a better understanding. I certainly think that would be a breath of fresh air for people who are hesitant or leery about the church. That the questions they have about faith, about life, about right and wrong, those questions, they're the same ones we are asking. Our faith is inspiring us to constantly check out the amazing things God is doing now. And God needs someone to bring out that Christian voice in the world. The Christian voice that's curious, that's interested in learning more, that wants to see what the path ahead of us is, instead of saying we already have it figured out. God is looking around wondering who will bring that hope in new and incredible ways. And I hope as a church, we are curious enough to answer that call. We will go. Send us, God. Amen. Thank you for listening to another episode. Good to be with you all again. If you want to learn more about the church that I serve, it's the Freedom Moravian Church. You can check out us on our website. You can follow us on Facebook to see what we're up to. You can worship with us on YouTube. Or if you want to learn more about the Moravian Church in general, you can go to moravian.org. So take care. Be well.